So cheap and plentiful methamphetamines everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Always in small towns. Um, and the heroin's become rampant too, so. Yeah, and you know what I wonder is, um, I get that it's cheap, and it's a cheap high and all that stuff. I don't, I've never seen the point. That's what I'm saying, like, why is it so much in small town? Like, um, why isn't it, you know, as, as big in larger town? I mean, maybe it is and we just don't know it, I don't know. I think heroin's more big in larger towns, heroin and Molly. Yeah, but Molly's not something you're gonna do every day. You know what I mean? Uh, you'd be surprised. Really? I mean, I knew a lot of people back where we used to live who used to do that stuff almost every day. Okay, see, no, that's not for me every day. There's twice a, a year, maybe. Homelessness. homelessness. Mm-hmm. A lot of homeless people. That's surprising. surprising. See, that's why they're homeless because they're spending all their money. Must, they must work or beg. I mean, what else would you do sure. unless you're hooking? And that's the other problem we were going to talk about. Yeah, the ex- yeah the existent but somehow right. completely elusive prostitutes that exactly. are in the small towns because yeah. they're everywhere. But but like how where, where are they coming from? Right. Like what is this? Like how is that happening? I did know one chick. She was like broadcasting with it though. Like really, she had a pimp and everything. I mean, is it like, I mean, I wonder if it's like a, is it a Craigslist thing or if it's, is it like a, I mean, that, that's what it seems like. I it would advertise be advertise like Craigslist. We have a chick here that's um, <clears throat> got some sugar daddies and she's already bought a house. She's got a really? job, a butt job, a lip job. Her son wears Gucci and they live here. small towns you know you don't have good restaurants you don't have healthy restaurants no. you know you um if, if you want anything healthy you're gonna have to go to the grocery store and oh, maybe yeah, make it yourself and a lot of us don't have the money right. or even the means to make healthy food exactly people it's don't like have $30 s- for salad stuff. right <laughs> yeah you don't you know you, nobody has steamers or you know this that and the other and you know, the only thing that, you know, poor people can really do is make vegetable soup. Hell <laughs> <laughs> no. You mean. I made vegetable soup today. Yeah. You're so mean. But, I mean, we're broke. <clears throat> I liked it. It was but, really but good. But we're broke right now. Yeah, I we're mean, broke, but we're not, like... No, but I'm just saying. But that's the that's really the only thing that middle class people can do is, you know, to eat healthy is just try to eat as many veggies as you can. Right. However, you can. Cans are shitting all the time. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, yeah, and cans are cheap. You know, 
yeah it's um but it's one of less expensive to eat shit right but like if if one but if one of us had decided to like go, go on a keto diet or a no carb diet like a no it, carb man. diet i mean we would not have any money no right. no yeah, money for, no money for rent no money for we wouldn't have lights that's right we would be skinny but dirty right no shower no nothing no food not like we'd be skinny but who the fuck would care yeah because they wouldn't want to be around us <laughs> right i stink right <laughs> i'd rather smell good oh yeah <laughs> yeah we're so. not we're fucking really bad anyway i think people put way too much emphasis on their weight really yeah me too i mean unless you are like six pounds okay yeah but if you need help you need help yeah if you, you need, need help getting alive, up then yeah, yes. if, if your life is in danger, please right. get help. But, you know what? If you weigh 200 pounds, if you weigh 250, you're still doing love, what you did Love before. that voluptuous body of yeah. yours. If you want to lose weight, lose love weight. It. But love it. Because it's the only body you have. Absolutely. Can I get another one? If you don't love it, you won't. Nobody else. You, you can that. buy new pieces, but it's not going to look right. No. <laughs> fake. Yeah, fake. But they'll still be around when you're gone for years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. My Skeletons brother's face and... will still be in his casket. Yep. <laughs> in, t- in 200 it's, years. Because it's all Botox. His face will still be there. Oh, God. That's creepy. It is yeah. creepy. I'm, like, picturing his face right now. Gross. We just face <laughs> just a skeleton. Oh, uh, <laughs> gross. I know. <laughs> okay. Oh, gosh. Um, and speaking of that, I just, uh, I have a topic on here as, uh, how it's almost impossible for a family to remain sustained on just one income, you know, even if it's just one income from every person, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's just one income. Everybody has to have more than one job, you know, or have to do something skeezy on the side yeah know. or side hustle something yeah, something yeah mm-hmm. and it's it's becoming increasingly difficult for middle class people lower class people especially lower class people um but middle class people it's becoming increasingly difficult to do what we need to be able to live you know we're just surviving at this point <laughs> yeah you know? And it's, it's pathetic. I mean, it really is. I mean, it gets to the point where, you know, if you don't have, if you haven't had protein in the past week, you're going to go to the grocery store and steal two pounds of beef. And go to jail because you can't. Go to jail because you can't eat. Yeah. You can't sustain yourself on one income. Yeah, I've seen it happen too. I've seen lots of people get arrested for shoplifting food. Food. Right. See, and if I was the guy arresting people, I would not do that. I'd be like, you know what? You here's five bucks I'll get a meal. Right. I'll just just put all the stuff back, just go get a get some dinner or something. I would, I totally would. But I would be terrible at that job. I mean if it were, you know, hairspray, nail polish, clothes, stuff like that. Like you know. But if you got like socks and you know, food and, you know, soap, soap, then, you know, that seems like very, very essential stuff. I also think there should be like a homeless shelter that would provide 
Well, then you'd have to have people who would donate to that homeless shelter, and there aren't enough decent people who would donate their money. No, because people suck. They don't care. And not just that, but the people who aren't, that don't suck, people like us who would actually give five or ten bucks to those people, don't have five or ten bucks to (laughs) give to those people. Exactly. You know, we're this close to being those people. (laughs) So, you know, so it's hard. It's hard to help people who want to, you know, it's hard for people who want to help people to help people. Yep. And the people who don't want to help. Your time and your energy is not enough. Yeah, and the people who want to help have ample opportunity to be able to. They have have plenty of money. The doctors in this town don't need their big ass houses. The the everythings in this town don't need anything. They they could donate so much to help this town. If the if the big little people in every town just did that, there would be no homelessness. There would be no, no this, no that, no, you know, dysfunctional schools and bad neighborhoods. There, you know. Right. That's why I'm always saying it's really important to act locally because you might not be able to do a damn thing about what president's going in the office, but you can do something about your city. Right. What's going on in your town. And, you know, it's really important that you do that. Keep up with it. I mean, if you're going to complain about something, do something about it. Keep up with it. Because anyone is welcome at a city council meeting. Yes. Anyone. And you have your word. That is the one place where our amendments are actually validated. Absolutely. You can even go to a secretary of state meeting if you Mm -hmm. want to. You just walk in. Yeah. And, you know, because you have every right to do that. So I think people, they don't even think that they can. Or they haven't even thought about it before. Right. Um, and so they just sit around and complain about the way things are, but they never do anything about it. So I think that's really important. That's why I'm always harping on people, uh, not exactly like myself, but a liberal like myself, because you, you have to vote. Um, if we can't get, if we can't get on the ballot, we'll never have a liberal in the office or any office for that matter, because the liberals are just like giving up. Yeah, they just they, they still their voice what they believe, but they're not being heard. Well, they, yeah, their voices get cut out. Yeah. it's just it is it's non-existent <clears throat> almost. Exactly. You know, your so. independents, you have the Republicans, the Democrats, and the independents, and the right. independents aren't being heard. Yeah, because um, they're like, why bother? But that's the whole reason why you should bother. Yeah, exactly. So I because no one's listening. You need to be louder. Should yeah, speak up. Need to be louder, yeah, for a change, which so. is why us as independents are trying to speak louder yes. about these types of things. Yes, you know, and we have certain podcasts that are about politics, certain podcasts that are about Wiccan topics, and we have anything hours, but you know, it's it's all it's all really serious when you come down to it. Yeah, it is. I mean, our last podcast was funny, and I'm glad you guys loved it. I noticed that you guys have had a lot of plays on that. I love that you guys loved it. <laughs> um, but, I mean... We were lit. Yeah, but, I mean, in all reality, it really is very serious. A lot of the stuff that we talk about is very, very serious. Yeah, it is.
Okay, so me and Wiccan Mother wanted to go over the differences between um, empaths, sensitives, and mediums, and possibly how they could correlate. Right. So I myself am a sensitive and a, me- uh, a empath, and Wicked Mother is both, also, um, and they they correlate because once you know when we're in the vicinity of each other, we can feel each other. That's that's kind of an automatic sort of thing, right? But um, not always pleasant. Yeah, no, it's definitely not always pleasant. Um, but, uh, what do you think the pros and cons for an empath would be? Um, I think the, the definite pro is, um, <laughs> this sounds crazy, but being empathetic. Um, because you are, if you're an empath, you are able to really get in touch with the other person and feel what they're feeling and be able to empathize with that person about how um, how they should go about things and um, how how you understand how they feel and that kind of thing. The bad thing is that it's not always the easiest thing to release that energy back into the universe and you end up holding on to it for too long and you can even create some PK that's really psychokinetic energy that's really really bad and so you have to be very careful and make sure that you know how to not only accept empathetic power and bring that into you so that you can understand it, but also so that you can let go of it and um, be able to get on with it. Um, my father personally was um, an empath. And he, I think, sometimes had a very difficult time letting go of pain from others because he was a healer. And uh, so he would take on the pain of another, feeling it um, through his hands and uh, feeling it exactly where they were feeling it. Um, And he was able to heal um, through that energy, but... He wasn't always able to release the pain and the agony. So he would come home absolutely completely drained. And a head hurting, body hurting, everything. Something always, it was always after doing any type of healing that he would feel just terrible until he was able to be alone, meditate, and um, play solitaire. Yeah. And I think that he, you know, and he, you know, it's poetic because he was absolutely a solitary type person, but he was also the life of every party. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think that has a lot to do with it. And he, um, he was just pure talent. Yeah. He was, I mean, yeah. He was just born with it. And so, um, I think that he eventually did learn how to let go, but there were so, so, so many years where he held on to Mm -hmm. stuff that his body just eventually gave out. So you have to be very aware and very careful about how to release that energy if you're an empath. 
um, and not to hold on to it because it can create all kinds of bad situations, bad problems. Well, um, a way that I really set energy is immediately after um, trying to heal someone or you know doing some kind of reiki energy. You know, um, I you know immediately put my hands to the ground or I go outside and I meditate with my my element, the wind and try to clear everything out kind of like it's passing through me and going out mm-hmm. you know how how would you do it you're well an earth, I'm, you're an I'm, earth sign so i think well if i were fresh um and i had the means i would try to uh get hold of a, a reiki master and find out um if they could help me with the release of this energy because that's absolutely what they're for yeah so um I would try to do that if I had the means to do it. Of course, some of these masters can be pretty pricey. Um, so you want to find someone that you trust and maybe even someone who is in training and not quite a master level yet. So someone who is working on that and that can actually help you, but they haven't actually achieved master. So uh, even though they haven't become a master, it doesn't mean that they don't know what they're doing. It just means that they haven't passed that level yet. So it's very uh, helpful to them uh, that you you go to them and you let them experiment and work on you and uh, try. It's like a nurse versus a doctor. Exactly. And, um, you know, also most of them will not charge you. Right. If they have not reached master completion yet. So... I think it's it's a uh, it's a good way for them because they appreciate you know the work and, and the, the practice and the feedback absolutely um but i think that really it just takes a lot of really good visualization and you know you want to meditate a lot and you want to make sure that you are able to visualize um all of this negative energy or whatever you pulled into yourself you know you know pouring out of your body into whatever you want a basket a ball uh releasing that back into the universe and letting it become brand new uh a rebirth of energy uh, so that it can become fresh and a good energy instead of bad floating around yeah so um, and with with sensitives, I mean, there's there's definitely pros and cons when it comes to that. Probably a lot of cons more than pros, um, because we see a lot of bad things, um, along with you know some good things. But yeah, yeah. You, you know you see mostly bad things because what are left behind are residual energy. A lot of residual energy is bad. It is. It really is. It's, it's it can be scary at times um being being sensitive um is something that my entire family pretty much had to deal with maybe with the exception of my mother but um she was kind of skeptical about pretty much everything but she was a kitchen witch and she didn't she yeah exactly she was she was absolutely a kitchen witch um but or what was it forgot where I was. Um, hey, Siren. You're supposed to be helping us with this. I'm listening. She's, no, you're she's, not. She's not helping. You're not, no, you're not, because she forgot what she was talking I'm about. Working. 
What was I saying then? down. You have no idea what I was saying. You weren't listening. Yes, huh? Liar. <laughs> <laughs> trying to teach. I don't She's know. I was talking I, was, I think I was talking about my father, but Yeah, you were. He, he, you know, um, he eventually gave up, but I think you have to you have to be really careful and not let that tear your body down. And um, I think that you, Luna, have gotten about letting go of stuff. Um, I have recently learned that (laughs) something that's been difficult for me, that um, the grief that I have for my father is is not healthy. And I have to stop. I have to let go of it. And because um, something as simple as that can pull terrible energies in and even make um make an ass out of me and um upset my father yeah he wouldn't want you to feel that way yeah and not only that but if I don't want to hold him here if if he you know if it's it's time to go it's time to go and I don't want to be the reason why he is unhappy in the afterlife so that's something that I've had to deal with lately I have to let go of that so I'm I'm working on letting go of a lot of grief. So going with that, what do you think the differences are between sensitives and mediums? Sensitives can absolutely feel, uh, even see, uh, energies. Um, they can even be physically attacked um, by energies or entities, mm-hmm. um, even poltergeists, uh, especially poltergeists. And... Um, I would say mediums are really more capable of speaking mm-hmm. with them and um, seeing an actual life unfold before you know their eyes, getting some actual answers. I don't think that um, being sensitive gives you any answers; it just gives you questions, glimpses. Yes, like you have a lot of questions going on, but I think that mediums are a little. And I hate to say it because I might be completely wrong and so there might be mediums that are going, <laughs> yeah, right. But it might be a little easier for them because they can answer some questions. Um, because there are all kinds of questions that I have that I may never be able to answer. Yeah. Because I am not a medium. Yeah, me too. You know, I don't even know if I would want to be because it looks like it might be a little painful. And even, you know, kind of taxing. So, um, I'm not sure I want to do that, but there is a most definite difference because, um, I can't speak to them and I, a lot of times I cannot understand what they're saying. Yeah. It's mostly gibberish, if not just or a whisper. whisper. Yeah. A whispering, whistle, you know, but I try, I'm, I'm working on, I'm trying to understand, but, um, so mode it be. Uh, if, if it, you know, if it was meant to be, it'll happen. You know? So, just gonna let it unfold. Well, uh, we were gonna go over to Oris tonight, but I think we're all getting a little bit, a little bit tired, and we'll probably have an anything hour again pretty soon. Yeah. Um, so, um, well, we're gonna sign off now. 
Can I give a shout out? You can definitely give a shout out. Shout out. A shout out. I want to give a shout out to my buddy Doug for coming to visit me last week. I haven't seen him since I was in high school and I am very happy to have him as a friend in my life. Hey, pal. <laughs> and uh, also, also shout out to uh, everybody in Michigan, everybody in Kentucky, Georgia, what? Louisiana, everyone that's listening, everyone throughout the states, anyone who's not in the states, thank you for listening. Thank you for making this podcast go way beyond the U.S. That is amazing. Um, and we're shooting for Pluto, people. What? What? Shooting for Pluto, the dwarf planet. that was a witch laugh wasn't it i'm sorry that kind of was my bad bad. all right so signing off from luna wicked mother siren and we will see you guys later blessed be blessed be blessed be bye so mode it be